The Scoop Podcast, brought to you by PPG, the official paint of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Welcome into the latest episode of The Scoop Podcast, presented by PPG. I am Josh Getzoff, and we appreciate you once again tuning in. In our latest episode, Sam Kassan and I sit down for a wide-ranging conversation with Penn's forward Jared McCann. Now, we all remember the craziness surrounding his Penguins debut last season as he and Nick Bugstad arrived from Florida literally minutes before puck drop in a February game against the Ottawa Senators. But there are some other aspects to that day that he shares in our conversation that I think you'll find pretty interesting and eye-opening. In addition, we discuss our favorite TV shows, his upbringing in Canada, and how it's shaped him to be the man he is today, and much more on top of all that, including his close relationship with his former junior teammate in Sault Ste. Marie turned Penguin teammate, here now in Pittsburgh, goaltender Matt Murray. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy the latest Scoop podcast presented by PPG featuring Jared McCann. We are back for another edition of the Scoop Podcast presented by PPG here on the Penguins Radio Network alongside Sam Kassan. I'm Josh Getzoff. Our guest today, Jared McCann. Nice enough to join us. Thanks for joining us, Jared. Thanks for having me, guys. This is an honor. An honor. <laughs> wow. This, I think that's the first honor we've gotten. It no, is. second. I think yeah. Matt Murray also said it was an honor. That's true, yeah. And, uh, oh. So you're the second. It's it's a Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right. A, it's a good Sioux boy. So. <laughs> uh, well, let, let's start with the most important thing, the thing that everybody wants to hear about. You have a new puppy this summer. I do. Why don't yeah. you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, he's a uh, he's a corgi, a purebred corgi. His name's Cheddar. Um, you know, <laughs> my girlfriend and I both kind of you know thought it was time to to uh, to get something we both needed to look after. And um, you know, he's a good dog. He's got a great personality, and um, you know, he's uh, he's he's pretty good. I mean, he has some phases where he, he just he's got a weird weird thing for kind of peeing in the host still but we're trying to figure it out right you now the so uh, yeah the dog oh, the dog to clarify. not me yeah yeah i think but, it's funny too because all three of us own dogs so yeah. we've all kind of been through it before but you are the one who has the youngest of the three of us right yeah. now so you mentioned the peeing in the house there's got to be all the trials and tribulations oh, of yeah. getting that house broken right we're trying the uh like the spray we got some couple sprays oh, from yeah. like uh from the pet store and stuff and they said it would work but nothing's really I've heard like vinegar gets it like gets away lemon and stuff like that, but um, he's still. I think it's like when he gets excited. Yeah. Um, you know, what I mean, he kind of pees and um, yeah. We're just trying to figure it out right now. He's a, he's a good dog, so it's good. Cool. And uh, speaking of which, I heard you had some issues getting him across the border, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh geez. So um, we were originally supposed to bring him when we first came down, but uh, good thing I did text the uh, the travel people from Pittsburgh. They they helped us out with everything and. Um, I didn't know you had to, you're, so you're allowed to fly with a dog um, at any age, but you can't drive one over a border. Oh, really? I so I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know fly that. Fly anywhere, like out of the country? Yeah, out of the country, oh, anywhere. That's interesting. Yeah, so um, he was, uh, he was three, three and a half months. He needed to be four months. Huh. And so we missed it by like a couple of weeks or something, and it, they just, they wouldn't let us take him. So uh, wow. we had so, to let So you me. drove to the border and they stopped you there? So right back home. So oh, that's, that's yeah, that's yeah. unexpected. <laughs> so what made you settle on a corgi? Because I feel oh. like every time you see them, they're like awesome dogs and they're fun to look at. But yeah. like, were you guys settled on a corgi before you bought one, or was that did it like come to you? Yeah, no, it, we were we were both settled on a corgi. Yeah. Um, we just like the look of them. Yeah. Uh, they're cool. They're small. Yeah. You know, they're easy to travel with. Um, they're not really high maintenance or anything like that. But you know, when we got them, we kind of we didn't really expect a lot of things coming from him. He's really high energy, he really is. And, 
you know, he's got little legs, and so he burns out pretty quick. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's, uh, he's got a pretty big butt. It's hilarious to see him walk. Um, he's kind of waddles. Yeah, he waddles around, and he's got, like, when he runs, he, like, kind of hops, like, both feet. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And you named him Cheddar. Cheddar, you, yeah. Why don't you tell us about the name? Yeah, Cheddar. Um, so for, for any of those who know the, the TV show Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, Cheddar is uh, Captain Raymond Holt's uh, dog. Um, that's, uh, that's his name. It actually, um, it was weird this happened, but uh, the dog actually passed away. The original Cheddar from the TV show passed away. So um, we, we settled on Cheddar, and um, it, was a, it was a show both me and my girlfriend liked to watch. So we kind of went with it. Maybe your Cheddar inherited the spirit of the yeah. previous Cheddar. Yeah, we're hoping, we're hoping so. It's a pretty good dog. So. You are a big Brooklyn Nine Nine fan, as am I, yeah. as you should be, as yeah. Josh should be. We, we need to get. <laughs> I him need on to the be convinced. Yeah, we'll That's get Sean to I've never seen it. Like I, I'm in, you know, Office. I like yeah, yeah, shows it's like, like Case. That. You and Case probably got. Okay. With the yeah, office. yeah, oh yeah. We talked to Case about that a long time. Yeah. yeah. So who's your favorite character on the show? Uh I like I like Captain Holt. Yeah. Captain Holt. It's hard not to. He, I know you don't understand. His just too, just the, his demeanor and stuff. His and, delivery. Yeah, his delivery the dryness. is awesome. When but when he's funny, you know, he's got like that dry sense of humor. Let's think he like brings it down when he like. Yeah. Bust out! It's so un, out of character. <laughs> yeah, it's he, just like hilarious. Yeah. But obviously Andy Samberg's got to be. I was gonna say yeah, he's the Andy one I Sandberg's recognize good. from that show. Who else? So who else is in Brooklyn Nine Nine? Andy Samberg obviously is like oh, one of the big stars. It was uh, Santiago. What's her? What's her actual name? Do you know? Oh, it's like Mo- is Terry Crews in it? Yeah, Terry Crews yeah, is in it. Yeah, he's in there. Boyle. Uh, Boyle. I don't. I can't think of his real name, but he's in like all kinds of Isn't stuff. Isn't it funny? Like yeah. you get to know these people by like their names. Yeah. I only know the show name. Yeah. Like I didn't realize what was his name. I can't even remember it now. From the Office with the Stanley Cup final last year, like Jim Halpert was Jim like Hurt. the Bruins fan, but I yeah, couldn't yeah, remember yeah. what his act. I still <laughs> like right name? now. It's he not coming to Jim. me. Yeah. So uh, I was like Jim from the Office. Like, what is his name? Oh, Krasinski. Oh yeah, John Krasinski. See, like, yeah. Do you think most people like call him Jim? Oh God. Be. Yeah, yeah, he's like typecast as Jim, <laughs> especially like Pam too. But anyway, oh, yeah. not to pull it away from. I wonder, I wonder if that gets annoying to them sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> but then again, you look at your bank account and it's oh, yeah. probably not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, they did well on that show. I wonder, yeah. how much they, I wonder how much they made. That was a long season. It was what eleven, nine seasons. Right? Nine, nine. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, I finished that ser- that show last year on the plane. Last episode I was tearing up in the oh, back. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just sadness. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned Casey Smith, obviously a big show of The yeah. Office, big, or big fan of the show The Office. And I want to do a quiz with him, yeah. like maybe someday down the road we'll do that on Penn TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine quiz? Oh, yeah. How, how do you think that. you'd fare? Uh, not too bad. I got I think i got to catch up on on, um, on the earlier episodes for sure. Yeah. But uh, the, the, old, the newer ones are more recent. Got to so. jump into that marathon mode. Yeah. <laughs> Check out all the Halloween episodes. Yeah, we got a lot of time to kill on the plane and stuff, so <laughs> uh, just download some on Netflix or something. Is that what you do on the plane? You yeah, Mur, watch. Mur and I watch like uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, we started Peaky Blinders. I've heard uh, good things. Yeah, Peaky Blinders is a great show. Um, what else? We watched a movie called The King. Okay. Uh, it's new on Netflix. It was really, really good. I don't think it was really that. good. It was like about uh, the King of England and the King of France, kind of like in a war and stuff like that. So yeah, hmm. it's pretty cool. I feel like they're always at a war. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, turning back to hockey a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you have the typical hockey upbringing when you're Canadian? They basically give you a diaper and a pair of skates and <laughs> send you off into the world. Or how, how did you get involved in the sport? Uh, my both my parents are, are big uh, big hockey fans, and um, you know, especially my dad. My dad's huge in hockey, and he played a bit growing up. And um, my mom was uh, more of a uh, a badminton player and and tennis and stuff like that. So, um, so kind of an athletic family. Yeah, right kind now. of kind of an athletic family, and. Um, 
Yeah, so my mom, my mom was down, uh, diagnosed with MS when she was 18, so she had to kind of give up uh, the sports and stuff like that. But, um, you know, when we were born, it was, uh, it was hockey, hockey, hockey. You know, everything was hockey. And um, my brother and my sister, they both played growing up. And, um, you know, my sister was really good. She was a defenseman. Um, played, tried to play a little bit of uh, college hockey, but, you know, it just didn't work out. So she uh, took up schooling, and now she's back home working with the... Um, uh, uh, she's an EA, I think they're called. She, she's like kind of getting involved with uh, some of the younger students and stuff okay. like that with uh, the school. So, yeah, education area. So, uh, my brother Justin, he was he was really good. He was really fast. Stone hands though. Didn't, <laughs> didn't uh, yeah. You know, he he would go 100 miles an hour, but couldn't couldn't carry the puck with him. So, um, that's no, a shame. I, you hate to see that. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so much potential. I know. It was crazy. You know, not, you can't really teach like the. You know, he was so fast. So. Um, so you can't teach hands, you can't teach speed. I feel like you see yeah. so, so many guys like that, that their legs like don't move in the same way yeah. with their brain. It, like their legs are like 15 steps ahead of their brain, <laughs> yeah. so they're like in the right position, but they can't yeah. do what they need. Yeah, yeah. so he uh, he played played a bit of junior, or not, no junior or anything like that. Um, actually, I think he played a little bit of junior B um, in Stratford. And, uh, after that, he kind of went to, went to work for my dad. My parents own a uh, construction company in Stratford, sand and gravel business, so. Um, you know, he, he did that for a couple of years, and now he's uh, he's onto his own thing, which is good. Uh, my other brother Jordan, uh, he was a uh, a football player at Texas Tech University. He got the size in the family. Um, yeah. So what position um, is he? Uh, he was uh, I think he was d defensive end or something okay. like that. Oh, he so does get the size. Yeah, yeah wow. he had he was yeah like six six four six three six four. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to say his weight, but <laughs> he was a he's big. Playing he, weight. Yeah, he's playing weight. He's a big boy, but now. Uh, Thousand kilograms does the Americans have to. Yeah, that's it. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he uh, he lives in Texas with his wife now, and um, my niece, and um, he works at uh, Lord Abbott now. So he's doing really well for himself. He's a very, very smart guy. So um, yeah, the family was pretty athletic to begin with, but I think I was the only one that kind of stuck with it. So. And your career took you to Sault Ste. Marie, yeah, obviously, yeah, where you yeah. met Matt and yeah. became. Very good friends. Yeah, me and Matt were uh, pretty close in the Sioux, and, and Darnell as well. You know, Nursey plays for the for the Oils, uh, Oils obviously, and um, you know we uh, we had some good times there. And um, you know, obviously, really cold, uh, <laughs> <laughs> really cold winters, and uh, but the summers were great. They really were. And um, Darnell and I both had trucks and and like to go kind of go off roading and stuff like that. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of guys on the team who like to do stuff like that. Must have been nice too when you first got traded to Pittsburgh to, I mean, I'm sure the first thing you do is scan the roster, but yeah. with Matt Murray already being there, you yeah. kind of had that connection right away. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. That was the first time I've, I, I got to play with someone that I knew before, right? So yeah. um, I definitely had that level of, you know, com comfort and, yeah. um, you know, he, he uh, you know, he was there for me and everything like that and kind of showing me the ropes and, um, you know, telling me where to go and where not to go, whether it was Sid's spot or, you know what I mean? Uh, so uh, I think I actually my first day I parked in Sid's, Sid's spot Ooh, at the rink. hate to see that. Yeah, I know. So I was, yeah, no, definitely. definitely Did you come back and your idea. car was towed? Or? Uh, no, I, I was worried about it. I was he just really gave worried. you a cold shoulder the yeah. rest of the day? <laughs> no, it was good. He just goes, um, Matt told me though, so I kind of stayed away from that. I parked at the far back corner the next day. I guess so. what the news guy's got to do, you know, yeah. Yeah. air on the side of caution. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the superstitions on this team, yeah. I'm sure. I, I don't know what it was like in Florida and Vancouver, but I'm sure you've kind of run through the gamut here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There wasn't very many, uh, <laughs> wasn't very many in Florida or, or Vancouver, so yeah, it was good. You've got that bond with Matt. Obviously, you guys yeah. hung out at his cottage in the summer. Yeah, rumor, yeah, we went rumor to. Rumor has it you ton amount of uh, fish. Is that <laughs> okay. true? 
Um, we yeah, we gotta find the pitcher. So um, <laughs> we oh, went fishing. Proof. We yeah. went to fishing on the boat, and uh, we weren't catching anything. And I was kind of getting a little upset because I wanted him to catch a, a fish, right, for, for his first time. And uh, we ended up going back to the dock, and the girls were there, and we were just hanging out and, and playing with the dogs and stuff, throwing the football around. And, uh, we got the fishing poles out on the on the on the um, the boathouse. And we were just casting off the boathouse, and uh, Matt actually caught one. It was about this big. <laughs> it was hilarious. Those of you that can't see, that's about yeah, four for, inches. Yeah, it was about four <laughs> inches big. It was, uh, it, was this, um, it was a small mouth bass, or a large mouth bass. It was just a baby. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, I was so surprised because he had a giant, we had a giant lure on him on the, uh, on the end of the pole, and we didn't expect it at all. Didn't, we were just kind of like practicing technique kinda and stuff. Just kind of messing around. Yeah, yeah. just kind of messing around, and he caught one. And, I thought it was just like a stick or something. Honestly, yes. <laughs> nice some seaweed. Yeah, it's nice seaweed. And then he pulls it up, and the dogs tried to eat it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, so it was pretty funny, and um, it was good. It was a good time. He enjoyed it, so hopefully he sticks with it. Yeah, so has he gotten option. any better over the uh, over the time? Um, I, I honestly, I don't know if he even bought a rod. I brought my own rods with me, so I think I don't know if he bought his own, but you'll, we'll have to ask him. How long have you been fishing for? Uh, so my uh, my parents, the sand and gravel business, we have a couple um, uh, quarries in the backyard. Okay. That uh, uh, they've been around for a couple of years, and they were stocked with fish a long time ago. Awesome. So uh, just kind of, my dad always took us back there, and we just fished around and, and had yeah. had fun. And um, so I built a house uh, this summer in Stratford. On uh, I bought some of the land off the pit, so my backyard is uh, is the water now. Not bad. So yeah, no, I get. Uh, yeah, I had my buddies over this summer, and um, one of my other buddies had a has a sea do, and the water's not too uh, too like big or wide or anything like that. But it's kind of like a trick sea do, and uh, we got that out there, and we were just messing around, and it was it was a really good time. So it's cool. No, I, I kind of grew up doing uh, doing like the whole fishing thing and, and four wheelers and stuff like that. So that's cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, I'm def definitely very lucky to be able to do that stuff. And my dad's a huge hunter too, so nice. kind of learning that trade. We talked about the sand and gravel business. Yeah. Obviously, you did a little bit of that growing up, too. Yeah. Make some odd, odds. Yeah, we, um, so my brother and I kind of helped out whenever we could. Obviously, we weren't around, we weren't allowed to run the, the machinery or anything like that. But um, actually, one of my, actually, great story here. My brother, Jordan, um, when he was, would come visit in the summer, he drove one of the dump trucks into the, uh, into the, um, uh, like, the fueling station. Okay. And I think that was the last time he worked there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Do you but, not get, is there like oil spill or anything? Uh, I'm not sure. I wasn't, I think I was like seven or eight when this happened. Oh, so man. I don't really remember too much, but I remember my dad getting pretty mad at us. <laughs> I was laughing. So. Wait, how old was he at the time then? Oh, he was, uh, I think he was about 18. Okay. Yeah, 17 or 18. He would come back from uh, from Texas and, and uh, decided to hop behind the truck yeah, and give hop, it a spin. <laughs> yeah, give it a go. But, um, you know, he definitely stuck to financial, which was good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's more his uh, yeah. lane. Yeah. So yeah, no, sand and gravel business is tough work. You know, you got a lot of, a lot of respect for those guys, the hours they put in. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, me and my brother would help build fences for the, uh, um, for the housing that my parents would build. So it was pretty cool. So that kind of built your grassroots, that kind of work ethic. Yeah, no, I definitely, definitely learned young that I didn't want to be a construction, <laughs> no offense to construction no, workers. No, there's something to be you said know. for that. Yeah, no, like you definitely learn young that, uh, yeah. you know, you want to want something more, you know, like it's either you work hard in hockey or, you know, you go work construction for a living, right? So um, that's kind of the way I was brought up and, um, you know, I, I learned quickly that I wanted to play hockey, so kind of stuck with it and, um, yeah, it's been good.
which brings us to getting drafted. Yeah. So what was, I mean, it's every player's dream, obviously. So what was it like the day of the draft going in? Were you nervous? Were yeah. you expecting to go first round? Like, yeah. what, what kind of was the mindset? Well, I was, I was freaking out. You know, I had my whole family there, my brother, my sister. Um, my other brother, Jordan, was there too as well. So, um, you know, I, I didn't really have too much expectation or anything like that. You know, I, I kind of watched the draft growing up and stuff. And, you know, I noticed a lot of, you know, different teams wanted different things and stuff like that. So I didn't really have any any, you know, expectations of where, to, where I was going to go or anything like that. And then, you know, I, I was lucky enough to go in the first round to, to Vancouver. And, um, you know, it was, it was amazing to go to a Canadian team. And, uh, you know, the, the welcome I got, the warm welcome was great. And, um, you know, I had, uh, had a great year there on my first year in the NHL, obviously, when I was 19. And it's a beautiful city, obviously, you know, great food. Oh, yes. I think, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, we were, I was talking to some of the guys in the dressing room about, uh, you know, the, the sushi restaurants there. It was, uh, Minami and, and stuff like that so it was it was awesome it was a great experience overall and my family enjoyed it my brother and sister and um, you know it was something that uh, you definitely never forget what was it like playing with the Sedines oh they were awesome their work ethic was you know it was it was amazing you know some they, they weren't guys who you know obviously talked a lot and um, or anything like that but you know you just watch them and you watch the way they they worked on and off the ice and um, it was it was pretty incredible to I've I've had I've been very lucky you know to be on teams where I've had guys like like the Sedins and even you know Alexander Barkov who's probably one of the hardest working guys I've ever seen so even said you know you know I, I see a lot of similarities between all those guys and you know you just tried to uh, try to learn as much as you can from them. You also had a chance uh, not to jump too far ahead, but you mentioned Barkov when you were in Florida. Yeah. Played Yarmir Yager. Yeah, him. Yags. What was that like? I mean, we hear all the stories about how he has the keys oh, to the yeah. practice facility. Yeah, and yeah. Skates with the weights on his back and everything. What was it like? <laughs> so Tommy Powers was our trainer there, and he'd probably be able to tell you a lot more stories than I would. But um, yeah, I definitely heard a lot of stories about him going to the to the rink at like three or four o'clock in the morning just to practice or skate around. And you know, it's it's incredible to see you know a guy like that just who's been in the league for that long, you know, still have the love for the game and, and still want to just get better, right? So it's, you know, it, it humbled you and, you know, it made you want to work just as hard as he did. And, um, you know, obviously not go to the rink at three or four o'clock in the morning because <laughs> I think, I don't think anybody would be too happy about that. But, right. um, you know, just the level of respect he had and, um, you know, it's, it's something that you look up to. I feel like your buddies are probably texting you and everything. <laughs> yeah. You're playing with Yogg. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so my first, the first time I got to play with Yogg's was in Vancouver, actually, in Oh, yeah, wow. so uh, I think I passed passed him a puck for a goal one night, and <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I tried to steal the puck, but I, I don't know where. The, puck. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where the puck went. I think I have it at home, but I'm not sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I would definitely keep that puck too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And then you got the news that you were traded to Pittsburgh. Did you yeah. know that you were kind of on the block, or that your name was being thrown around, or was that a complete surprise to you? Oh no, I had no idea. I was I was at home with my girlfriend. Um, you know, we were just. We had actually booked a couple of flights for her family to to come down. They're uh, they're milk farmers from Listowel, Ontario. So, or sorry, I shouldn't say Listowel. I should say Atwood. Um, they're from Atwood, Ontario, and um, you know they're, they've never cornered. never really been out of the country or anything like that. So their first time was going to come see me in in Florida. Oh, come down oh, to wow. nice yeah. Florida. Oh, and then uh, I found out that day I got traded to Pittsburgh, and um, so the the plans kind of got a little canceled there, but. Um, they were able to come down because my uh, my girlfriend stayed in Florida for a bit to help out with the moving, and so it worked out. Um, but no, it was crazy. It was a crazy day. You know, you guys saw the video with, uh, you know, he was in the car with me, right? So there he is, John Audi. For uh, yeah, for what do you can see? In um, the room uh, video producer. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a crazy day, eh, Johnny? 
<laughs> he's shaking his he's head. Like, yeah. He's off mic, but he's shaking his head. Yes. Well, because I remember when we found out about that trade. I don't know when you actually found out about it, but the Penguins were obviously at a game, and mm -hmm. we all know the story. We'll hear a little bit more about it in a second. But it was kind of right after morning skate that we found out the trade happened, that it went public yeah. and everything. And I think the first assumption was like, okay, Bukestad and McCann will probably play in our next game, which yeah. I think was the next night after that in Toronto. Right. And we're like, oh, you know, probably not today. And then as the day goes on, you start to hear like, no, they're, they're going to try to come. Like, yeah. they're going to try to be here for this game. And it was just a crazy sequence watching you guys get on the bench as the anthem was finishing. So up. I didn't know Bugie got traded with me. Oh. I didn't know the GM called, or the assistant GM called me from Florida. Okay. Um, he told me that, you know, I had been traded to Pittsburgh and um, that they were going to be in contact with me. Um, so I think they, I, I don't think Florida had the right number. <laughs> <laughs> for me really because I was waiting for a phone call and I wasn't getting one and then I saw Bugie's number pop up so I answered it I was like hey hello <laughs> he's like oh hey man like uh, you know we're just packing up here getting ready to go and I'm, and I'm like what are, you, what are you talking about like what <laughs> what do you mean he's like oh like you know like we're going to Pittsburgh I'm like yeah like I, I didn't know you were going with me or anything like that so in my head I was like oh okay like and then I got a call from from Jim uh, uh, and you know everything got set up and uh, so the flight the flight, uh, I, I forget what time it was. I think it was at like 3.30 or something like that. Were you at home when, when you got the call? Yeah, like yeah. I just practice? got back from morning skate. Okay. I just oh, got off the, skate, just yeah. got off the you, ice. Have you guys just had your bye week too? Yeah, we just had our bye week. I about that too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just had our bye week. So, um, so you're like getting ready to take your afternoon nap, yeah, get ready yeah, for the game, exactly. and then you get a call, you've been traded. I had been traded. <laughs> and I, I yelled down to Val. I was like, hey, Val. Um, just got traded. <laughs> She's like, what? And then, yeah, we just, we rushed, Bugie and I both rushed to the airport, and um, Jackie, Nick's wife, was pregnant at the time, too, right? right so yeah. there was just a whole whole other situation going on there, and we, we, uh, we just kind of got to the airport, waited there for a bit, took off. Uh, Did you have your, your bags and equipment with we you? We had our equipment home? bags. One of them wouldn't fit in the plane. So we had to throw it like in the one of the seats in front of us. Okay. So that was took up quite a bit of space too. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was a crazy time. We left. We got to we got to Pittsburgh. It was crazy. We landed at like I want to. The game was at seven thirty that night, right? Seven. 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 So yeah. we landed at like six thirty, six thirty something. Oh my yeah. gosh. I think around there and. And police escort, right? Police or escort. So the police guy was in a motorcycle. It was middle of winter. I. I I was free. I was like, "What's what's this happening?" Guy's probably freezing. Yeah, this guy's yeah, freezing. It was February, right? right? It was like yeah, the first was, of February. Yeah. Line, yeah. yeah, it was it was cold. So, uh, uh, yeah, we uh, <laughs> we booked it to the rink, and there was some traffic traffic obviously, and uh, luckily we made it on time. Got out there for for uh, the start of the game for the anthem. I remember I was doing yeah. the pregame thing on the video board, and I was getting updated texts from our travel guy on, <laughs> on your whereabouts and where you were, yeah. and then like. They text me like, "Oh no, they're gonna make it. They're gonna be in." Yeah. So I made the announcement. I remember the roar of the crowd when they heard that, and then they were broadcasting video on the jumbotron of you guys walking in with, you know, well, I think the uh, Jim Britt was carrying the bags and yeah. Jason Siling and the yeah. sticks and everything. And you guys were running in to meet with the team. What was it like when you first entered the locker room when you just got there? <laughs> just like waved to everybody, and then <laughs> right, right to the to the locker room and kind of put our get on and stuff and. Um, you know, it was it was a little bit awkward to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah it was a little bit awkward. And I'm sure it's like, hey guys, nice to see you. Hey. Gotta get ready. <laughs> yeah. Hey, see you in a bit. Who am I playing with? <laughs> yeah, so, I guess yeah. There's that too. There had to have been just such a like, is this even really happening? Feeling when you're like yeah. throwing on a Penguins jersey, yeah. and that morning you were in a Panthers jersey for practice, 
thousands of miles away, hundreds of miles away. I mean, yeah. that just had to have been kind of surreal. Oh like. yeah, it was crazy, crazy feeling. You know, you and the first thing I thought is like, you know, we get to play with, you know, Sidney Crosby and Gino Malkin and, <laughs> and Phil Castle and all right. those guys, right? Like, holy, and this is kind of <laughs> something I've always wanted to, to you know. And then, um, yeah, we got to the game. Uh, my legs were jello, obviously. I was so <laughs> nervous and um, probably one of the worst games I've played, but uh, I know it was, it was a cool experience, obviously. Bugie got, uh, Bugie got an assist to get the he first did, game yeah, too, did, right? Yeah. So it was, it was really cool and, you know, it was good to see. Well, Bugie told me he was still wearing the uh, Panthers shirt underneath. Yeah, he was wearing his Panthers gitch underneath it. <laughs> yeah. <underneath the, laughs> he's got a Panthers shirt on, like <laughs> yeah. Panthers pant, you know, and then it's he's like got Beer the, League. Yeah, <laughs> you just to throw together all your logos. <laughs> what were you doing on the plane? I mean, I heard you guys were like stretching. And yeah, like keep loose and yeah, uh, you don't want to sit around. All, exactly, that's true. All yeah, yeah, we were uh, we napped for a bit. Um, the plane was really comfortable. It was really really <laughs> nice. Yeah, my first private plane flight, so it was awesome. Um, did some stretches and stuff like that on the plane, and obviously Bugi being like six foot eight, he took up <laughs> <laughs> took up half the plane. So um, no, it, it was good. It was awesome. Yeah. And then you come out, I think it was O Canada was being sung. Yep. yep. A quick twirl afterward, got right on the bench, and then dropped the fucking go. Yeah, I, uh, I literally stepped on the ice. I don't know if anybody saw this, but I toe-picked. Uh, no, I, didn't, did I didn't go down, though. I didn't go <laughs> oh, down, good. which is good. Um, oh, I did toe-pick, and it was, it was pretty bad. So. What were you trying to do in that moment? Because it was Ottawa who you guys were playing. Were you I just trying to throw a hit on your first shift just to, like, wake up and yeah. get into it? Yeah. yeah, I was hoping somebody would hit me. I kind of remember. Yeah. I, thought, I think I remember you throwing a hit, like, pretty yeah. early in that game. And it almost felt like you were you were like okay now I'm I'm like back in <laughs> yeah, the exactly. swing of things. I was, yeah, I was trying to get someone to hit me back, so uh, kind of hit me wake up a bit. So yeah, right. Yeah. And then obviously you've grown mm. pretty tight with a lot of these guys in in the in the room. I know Josh wanted yeah. to talk to you about your summer training up in Vail in yeah. Colorado. Yeah, yeah there was a crew, right? It was uh, who Dom Simone. Yeah, Dom Eric Simone, Reeser, Yeah, um, Getsy, Sid. Okay. Uh, we had, yeah, it was it was an awesome experience. We got to go up there. Vail is a beautiful place. Colorado's amazing. Um, you know, we're up in the mountains, and the first thing you kind of notice is like the elevation was like it was harder to breathe. Yeah. And um, we uh, when we first got there, it was it was beautiful. It was nice nice weather and everything. As soon as you as soon as the sun went down, it was freezing cold. Like, I don't you remember know, where you are? <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy! Like, it feels like we're back in Canada in the middle of winter. And um, yeah, so we went up there. It's a great experience, you know. Andy O'Brien, you know, he's a he's a great trainer, and um, he taught us a lot. And you know, a lot of the things I I took from that is something I'm going to incorporate into obviously summer training for me next summer and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I I just tried to tried to work as hard as I possibly could. I know it was kind of like a pre-training camp. You know, we had a lot of skilled guys up there with you know Eichel and, and Jeff Skinner and um, you know, Nate McKinnon was there too, and you know I got to kind of watch them firsthand and see how they practice, and um, you know it was it was awesome. I was uh, very very lucky to be a part of that. Did you notice any difference training in the elevation? Definitely harder. Shorter of yeah, breath. shorter breath, and um, you get up there, and you know you you train all summer, and then you get up there, and it's like I'm back at square one again. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's it was it was tough. It was really tough for sure. Was McKinnon like? Uh, did he have an upper hand on you guys? Just oh, yeah. because he played, it was, you, you could no, definitely oh, you notice. Oh, you could definitely it. notice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, his his speed and his hands and you know his, his even even his wind was there, right? Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. It was it was an incredible watch. That was interesting, and that kind of capped off a pretty 
cool summer for you? I guess obviously ended shorter earlier than you wanted with the Penguins going out in the first round, but you got to play in the World Championships yep. with Matt Murray. What was that like, getting to represent Canada again? Oh, it was amazing. Um, you know, I was very grateful, you know, very grateful for that and the experience. And, um, you know, I uh, never thought I'd get the chance to do that again. And, um, you know, when they called me, I had uh, obviously I had separated my shoulder and, and stuff yeah. like that, right? And um, I'd been going through rehab and, and um, you know, I, I felt I had been off the ice for, you know, almost three or four weeks, right? Almost a full month, and you know, I hadn't really thought much of it. And yeah, so uh, we got to um, got to experience the whole thing there with uh, with Hockey Canada, and you know, they took such great care of us. And um, you know, obviously we're in we're in Kosice, Slovakia. It was uh, kind of a different spot and um, kind of an old industrial town. And, hmm. um, so that it was kind of cool. You know, we got there, our whole families got to come down and join us, and um, you know, they definitely took really really good care of us. And, um, Matt and I, and even Darnell was with us too, right? We had mm -hmm. the suit crew there, so um, we were riding scooters and stuff in Austria and doing all the whole bit. So it was it was a lot of fun. I was gonna ask, what do you do when you're in these different countries during these tournaments? Yeah. Do you have a chance to get out and get around? Yeah, some yeah. Stuff? They usually give you like a, you know, if you practice a lot, they usually give you like the rest of the day off or anything like that, right? So, um, you know, we had some scooters just hanging there, those uh, those lime scooters or mm -hmm. those bird scooters too. So. Uh, we just tried to rip around on those, and um, it was fun. Yeah, we had some close calls with some cars, though, for sure. <laughs> we really did. We didn't know uh, which way. Like, we just stayed in the bike lane, obviously, yeah. and some of the bike lanes, like, crossed right in front of traffic. <laughs> so it was... It sounds cut, safe. Yeah. Cutting it close sometimes. We didn't really pay attention to the lights or anything. So, I mean, it was a good time, though. You yeah. said your family was able to go? Yeah, yeah. Valerie and, um, you know, my, my mom, Aaron and my dad, Matt, were, were able to come, and, um, you know, it was... It was crazy. We just they they had some some good nights and um, they had a, a wine tour that they enjoyed themselves on too there. So good for them. Yeah, it was good. Well, speaking of your mom, I know mm. um, you have a tattoo. Yep. In memory of her. Can yeah. You give us a little insight into her battle with MS over Yeah. Here so I have. Yeah, I have uh, kind of a hockey stick tattoo and with her uh, her initials on it on the back and um, you know it's. When I was younger, it was something I didn't really understand, you know, the whole MS thing and, and what it did and what, how it affected her. And, um, you know, as you get older, you kind of realize, you know, you know, your mom's limited to, to certain things. And um, I wasn't the most uh, easy kid to deal with, you know, <laughs> MS, MS was uh, stress induced, unfortunately. So I was a handful growing up and, you know, looking back on it, you really kind of, you know, want to punch yourself in the face a couple of times. <laughs> But uh, no, she's she's an amazing woman. Obviously, she's very tough, and um, it's uh, you know you think you have it bad, like you know you think you have a bad day or something like that, and then you see you know what your mom goes through on a daily basis, and um, you know with her, it's uh, mostly MS is you know the the nerves are gone in her leg, so she can't really move her her uh, her right leg too much, and um, so yeah, I mean it's it's tough watching him that grow up because you know you have just the other kids like playing with their moms and stuff and obviously it's tough and but you know I uh, I owe her a lot you know whether it's driving me to you know practice and stuff like that or or kind of you know just dealing with me and you know me and my dad <laughs> fighting so um, you know well, for those you, you had a whole big oh yeah too, you know man. for those for those who know my my mom was definitely the uh, the uh, the separator the barrier between me and me and my dad, and, and um, you know, even my brothers and sisters. You know, we always went at it, so um, it was pretty cool. She had, she's got a cane now too, right? So oh, really? She's got a cane that she likes to 
Beat, beat <laughs> if, you, if you're not, <laughs> you take out the frustration. It's metal too. So oh man! It's, if you're out of line, watch out. <laughs> yeah, and she'll she'll let you know too, which is good. So, um, yeah, no, she's an amazing woman, and she's definitely somebody that I, I looked up I looked up to obviously growing up, and um, just to see the way she you know carried herself, and you know she didn't let it stop her with anything, right? So. Um, she was diagnosed at 18. At 18, yeah. Been battling for 40 years. Yeah, 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 well. yeah for you know 40 plus years. So um, she's. For those, I know I, I try to do some work with the MS Foundation in Pittsburgh and um, try to, you know, get them to come to games and stuff like that and, you know, let them know that, you know, it's it's not going to stop you or anything like that, right? So, um, you know, she's uh, she's definitely a great person to talk to about that kind of stuff. Does she do anything with the uh, MS Foundations right now? Uh, not right now, but, um, you know, hopefully in the future here we'll, we'll try to get something going. Good plan of attack. Yeah. We, Sam and I were talking... Uh, before you came in here about just your family in general. So you have an adopted brother? I do, yeah. Correct? Yeah, yeah. So okay. my uh, my dad was married before my mom. So, okay. uh, so that Jordan. Jordan's my stepbrother. Okay. Uh, he lives in Dallas, Texas. Right, right. Okay. Um, and then I have my, uh, so with the MS, my mom originally couldn't or shouldn't have children. And then, um, so my, uh, they adopted my brother. Um, and Were you then, born at that? No. No, he was born uh, in Guatemala. Okay. Um, so... They adopt, I'm just trying to figure out the dates right now. Let's <laughs> um, get it all organized. Yeah, yeah. So Take my, your time. my mom and my dad, they adopted Justin. Um, uh, and then I think it was not even a year later, my mom found out she was pregnant with my sister, Jamie. And then, um, yeah, four years later, I think it was that I kind of came along and, you know, I was the miracle baby. It, I was about to say that. Yeah, my sister called me a golden child growing <laughs> up. So. Um, you know, I still are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess Make so. sure she knows that. Yeah, make sure she knows that for sure. Um, but yeah, no, we, we have a pretty, we have a tight family for sure. Um, you know, it, uh, um, with grandparents and everything, yeah, we're pretty tight. We're all basically in Stratford. And, um, uh, obviously, my brother being in Dallas, we don't see him very much. But, you know, with my niece being born, he, like, he, uh, he does a good job of traveling with us now. So it's good. You get to see her a lot. I was going to ask how tight the family is, but do, yeah. do you think almost the MS kind of brought you guys even closer together, having to do that together as a family, battle through that? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, as a as a family, when you see someone going through something that, you know, is not really in your control, you just try to support them as much as you can. And, um, you know, we've, we've tried different things with her, like with medications and obviously stuff like that and trying to battle against it. But, um, you know, uh, it's been a lot of years that she's had it, right? So it's kind of there and it's there to stay. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's something that we, uh, we're trying to just maintain. And, you know, as a family, we're just, we're, we're there for her and that kind of stuff like that. So. Well, she's getting over to Slovakia and enjoying yeah, the exactly, like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I try yeah, to, try to fly her, try to fly her as, as much as I can. And obviously flying's like tough for her. Sure. Right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, the airport's got like the wheelchair service and stuff like course, that. Of course. Yeah. Right? The ADA. So trying to get, stuff, her, yeah. get her as many. They're going to come to, uh, I think they're going to come to Vegas this year. I know my mom's always wanted to go to Vegas. So. <laughs> uh, she's going to come to Vegas this year, and I think they're going to try to make the California trip too. So Vegas, Slovakia, Slovakia California. Yeah, you California. guys are, yeah. You're yeah. doing right. They're, doing yeah. they're taking the right, right. trips. Exactly, that way. yeah. No. Miss, I won't say the cities they're missing out on, but they're not missing out on many good <laughs> no. ones. <laughs> no, so it's good. What other sports do you like besides hockey? Oh, I like golf. Uh, I watch golf. You know, a lot of we got a lot of... Golf fans on the on the team actually, which is kind of good. So you and Schultz um, ever? Uh, get yeah, no, I'm not good enough to play with Schultz. <laughs> Schultz is unbelievable. That's what I hear. He is. Right? Oh, his his swing's just awesome. 
It's good. It's like he swings like a PGA pro. Because he's a scratch golfer. Yeah, I think, he is right? for yeah. sure. Even uh, Trotz, Zach Trotman, I played with the, played with him in the summer. Yeah, he was he was unbelievable too. He should be like the longest drive I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, he I mean he looks yeah. like he can hit the ball yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. It's a definitely. moose. Um, baseball, right? Too. Baseball, yeah. yeah, yeah. I watch a bit of baseball. Uh, I was I was a big Blue Jays fan. Oh, I hear it was <laughs> was. Um, you know, a couple of bad years. I'll I'll do that to you. Yeah. I lived in Toronto in the summers, obviously too, right? So I would go watch uh, go watch a couple of Jays games. Sure. And um, yeah, no, I tried to pay attention to Pitt a bit this or uh, last last season, but mm-hmm. it didn't go too well. So. Yeah, they, they, they have. Yeah. they've seen better days. They have yeah. some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get there. We believe in Travis Williams. Yes, we do. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he'll, he'll turn it around. Uh, I, I know you like to go to different restaurants and yeah. stuff too. Uh, what are your, some of your favorites from anywhere, really? Like, oh. is there certain spots on the road you really like to go? For instance, um, if you're in New York, yeah. like a good New York spot. Um, Tao, Tao is probably my favorite yeah. spot in New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, great food. Kind of. You, you cool. like your sushi? Yeah, yeah I love my sushi. <laughs> yeah, Vancouver. I was that's why I was so lucky to be in Vancouver. The sushi there was unbelievable. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the the restaurant. It's on the water in Vancouver. Um, uh, Minami, I think it's called. It's like right on the water. It like looks over the harbor. Okay. I think it's. Yeah, oh so yeah, as you like walk along. Yeah, you like walk yeah. along. Yeah, I, I feel it. like I'd probably walk past yeah. it before then. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of like a smaller city that that's good food. What well, Stratford? <laughs> Stratford's not bad. Tom's um, Diner. Stra- no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom's Diner. Um, <laughs> Fellini's uh, is actually owned by one of my my good friends from my hometown, Haley. Um, you know her family owns owns that place. It's good Italian food. Nice little nice little plug there. Yeah. So we're in the in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bentley's great spot. Um, if you want to have a couple drinks and hang out with the fellas, like that's a place to go. And um, I'm trying to think here, what else in Stratford? Oh, what about Pittsburgh? Romeo's. Oh, Romeo's in Stratford. Yeah, it's kind of a smaller. Um, it's not like a pub or anything. It's kind of like on the corner near Dairy Queen. Right near Dairy Queen. All right. So, so you, you go there for dinner, dinner and then yeah. you go to Dairy Queen. you go Queen to dessert right beside Dairy Queen. Not so. a bad deal. Yeah. Dance for your Dilly Bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, Social House 7. Social okay. House. I've been there, yeah. Great spot. I love that. Love it there. Um, uh, up on Mount Washington there. I've taken uh, I've taken a lot of my friends to um, uh, the Grotto, the Fish Grotto. Yeah, um, Monterey Bay. Monterey Bay. Yeah, that's a good spot. Uh, I, that's probably one of my top restaurants there. I've I've haven't been able to check out a lot of restaurants around there though. I hear there's uh, quite a few different ones. So. Yeah, there's a couple right up there like Altius, Altius is another yeah, one. Yeah. Altius. Um, Lamont, right? Lamont's yeah, Lamont. up there. Yeah, those are the three that I can think of that are like in that general region. But cool views at night yeah. in the city. Oh yeah, yeah. And in in, uh, in Cranberry, like where we live and stuff. Um, Jimmy Wands. You ever been to Jimmy no. Wands up by the arena there? No. What, yeah, what is that? Sushi. Sushi. Okay. Sushi. It's good. It's really good. Jimmy Wands. All right. Is by the the practice facility? Uh yeah, Cranberry. Cranberry. Um, huh. where else? Not the milkshake factory. You don't get a Jake shake. <laughs> the Jake shake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been there yet though. Um, when I was actually driving home, I saw. I think he was doing like a, uh, an event there. Yeah, or something he's a like big that. deal there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you didn't stop by and get an autograph. No, I was going to. <laughs> I, I told my girl, I was like, yeah, we gotta stop in and see if Jake will sign my shirt for me or something. <laughs> but uh, I wanted a Jake. I haven't tried the Jake shake yet. I don't even it's know what phenomenal. It is. I will say. I've heard. It's I had good. it once. Yeah. I've never been able to get one either. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty good though. Is it like nationwide? The Jake Shake, or is it just? I don't even know if the milk. I think it's just. I don't think the milkshakes factory is nationwide. No, it's like a Pittsburgh thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I gotta try it out. Um, 
when we played I'll, I'll have to double check that and edit this later. <laughs> <laughs> when we played against Pittsburgh, um, we would go like for dessert and stuff to the Moshe Factory by the uh, the hotel there, the Fairmont. Oh yeah. And uh, we kind of noticed like there's Jake's shake on there. I'm like Ketzel shake, yeah, Jake's shake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty cool. Definitely jealous of that for sure. Did uh, Vincent Churchek give you any pointers about living in Pittsburgh? Uh, yeah, no, not too much. I mean, his his dad helped me out with uh, like finding a place and stuff like that. And, oh, nice. Um, you know, they they live on the south side, I think. So, um, you know, we uh, I wanted to be kind of close to the practice rink as much as possible, right? With uh, with the travel and stuff. So, um, yeah, no, we we're in um, we're in a great neighborhood now, uh, right out by uh, Cranberry the practice rink. Um, so it's awesome. I love it there. It's kind of it's kind of a cool neighbor. It looks like Stratford a bit, so it's pretty cool. Miss that on the south side though. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> my hood. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you got anything else? Uh, usually they end this up with one final question. I like to ask yeah. guys because I'm big into tattoos okay. and the different meanings and stuff. Right. Uh, we already talked about your mom, obviously, and yeah, yeah. even Al and yeah. all this stuff. Are there some tattoos that you could share? Like, yeah. The meaning behind and. So this is uh, the one on my left arm here. I have a, a Celtic owl. Um, you know my. Uh, my family obviously being Irish and mm. and um, you know I got this when I was in Vancouver so my first year and I got traded um, just uh, we were not I'm not even finished it actually so I was still working uh, on it yeah yeah I uh, so I got traded like the next day after after I got this so it's kind of weird and you didn't um, think to finish it in Florida I didn't know <laughs> I didn't, didn't th really think to finish it in Florida when you go back to Vancouver on games you get it uh, <laughs> yeah no no I haven't uh, we haven't we don't really have days off or anything like that. it's usually on a back-to-back yeah. and then out, out the next day so um, but uh, yeah, no. I'm, um, the other stuff here, I got uh, uh, kind of where you like you got a heart on my, kind of like where your heart, your, yeah, where your heart on your sleeve type of thing, and okay. you know it's kind of way I was brought up and, and stuff like that. So um, you know, um, so this right here, I don't know if you noticed that, but like a female face. Yeah, it? it's kind of uh, Medusa looking. Yeah, kind of Medusa looking looking face there. That uh, it's all over your forearm. Yeah, inner forearm. A, inner forearm. Um, that one. That was a long, long time in the chair, for sure. Yeah, it looks oh, like it's been a good yeah, detail, detail to it. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy detail. He did a really good job. And, um, you know, my, I promised my girlfriend I would stop him in my arms, but we'll see where it goes. <laughs> so it's just the arm? You just uh, yeah, maybe maybe with chest or something like that later. He's going to go double sleeve? Or yeah, double sleeve. So you're going to fill out the left yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, I like to, th I'm a pretty pale guy. So, um, it's the Irish roots, right? It's the Irish, yeah, right? right? So, um, you know, I try to cover myself up a little bit. And, <laughs> Turn off the tan, right? Beat sunblock, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Beat sunblock. Get that fake tan, bronze, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Spray on. Yeah. So. All right, Gerald. Thanks a lot for taking the time with us. I appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck the rest of the season. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. That is Jared McCann. I want to thank Sam Kassan, our executive producer, Wayne Gretzky-Anderson, and John Oddy from In the Room for Johnny. making this recording happen. Johnny. For everyone, I'm Josh Getzoff. Thanks for listening to the Scoop Podcast. We'll catch you next time.